Well, you know that it's going to be all right. I think it's going to be all right. Everything will always be all right when we go shopping. Well, you know that it's going to be all right when we go shopping. It's always Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And yes, we t- will take your questions a little later, but we have to make way for the Duke of Melrose himself. Cameron Silver, you know him as the owner of Decades. You've probably seen him on TV. And he's headed to the Twin Cities on Thursday for a fashion event. And so we thought we would just check in with him in advance. Hi, Cameron. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? What are you doing in New York right now? I'm in New York. I just ate uh, raisinets and caramel popcorn, so I'm a little sugar buzz. Oh, (laughs) good. We like lively guests. (laughs) Were you at a movie? Good. (laughs) I figured. I'm actually. I'm going to the theater tonight, but I figured I needed a little sugar buzz before I spoke. to the mom and daughter shop girl duo. Right. Well, I love Smart. it. Well, and here I figured you were going to say that you were like in, you know, were hanging out with some designer or you were, you know, at a show or doing something, you know, fashion related. No, you know, I'm in my, I have an apartment in New York. We do, um, in addition to my store decades, I also fashion direct the two Halston Diffusions. And I, part of it includes being on air on QVC. So I was on air this morning oh. at QVC and. A little bit out of Philly, took the train to New York, spending a night here, back to Philly tomorrow. So Love this, it. The highlight now, of we, my day is t- talking to you. Oh, <laughs> you're so well, sweet. Well, wait a minute. What play are you seeing tonight? <laughs> so tonight I'm going to see a new revival of Oklahoma that they, oh. um, it, they're doing it in Brooklyn and they're placing it in a more contemporary setting. So I'm, but we'll, I'm still, big, we'll still be the highlight though, right? Oh, yeah, the, the music okay. is all there. The story is all there. I'm a, a huge theater lover, and I actually recall past times in Minneapolis of going to the, the Guthrie to see Fantastic Theater. Ah, so, yes. Um, yes. So, but, so you're but headed... This trip is all, yes, this trip is all fashion. Got it. Um, so, well, first of all, we'll talk about the event that you have coming up in Minneapolis, but first, tell us what's going on with Halston. I feel like I've been seeing pieces from the line, and I love what I see. Tell us what you're doing and, and what you're excited about for fall. You know, we've really had an amazing time taking this historic DNA of the greatest designer of American fashion. I mean, truly, um, really the first household name who was right. an American designer taking that DNA and doing two collections, one that we do exclusively at QVC that's very effortless and elegant and really wonderful fabric. And then we have our secondary collection that we do for Dillard, uh, Hudson's Bay in Canada, and Lord and & Taylor, which is a little bit more professional-looking, but still, you know, that, that American chic vibe. So I'm on QVC like three or four days a week. I am constantly on wow. TV. You're just used to talking a lot. I'm really good at talking. (laughs) (laughs) We like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Cameron, how do you feel about caftans? We were talking about them a little earlier. You're the the king of vintage. How do you feel about them? Well, you know, Halston, ironically, was really like a king of caftans. I'm a Mm -hmm. huge lover of caftans. But my philosophy with caftans, it should should not be a last resort. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay. it, it shouldn't be your version of a Lululemon that's head to toe. I think caftans are extremely glamorous. Think about people like Elizabeth Taylor in caftans. Right. Right. I think there's something like they're, they're glamorous, and they're very much part of the Halston DNA as well as part of the, the, the decade style. We're always looking for great 70s caftans. Can you picture them being worn to work? This article in the New York Times talked about a plastic surgeon and a lawyer pairing them with I, lasers. I think that, you know, one can do whatever they want with the right moxie. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I, I actually like a caftan either worn very, like, resort, like après plage if you're by the pool, having a chic dinner party at home yeah or yeah. or worn like ex- like a really dressy caftan i think is so chic right. for a black tie gala i don't know I, i'd have to see what it looks like with a blazer i don't know if i'd want to go um under the knife if someone's in a caftan <laughs> that, that was my first problem right <laughs> well if she's got her mask and her gloves you know then it might yeah. be the right. sleeves yeah. the sleeves you could and yeah, you could end up with like little rhinestones in your yeah, but, torso. But it doesn't sound good. No. They, certainly, they certainly are comfortable, and yes. I confess that I have what I would call like man tan, calf tan. But oh, you know, I've okay. worn when I'm on a trip, like kind of like a long tunic that I'll throw on over a swimsuit if I'm at a beach yeah. resort. And, a man you know, tan. So, I like that name. Yeah, there, there's a way Can- to do it. I mean, I don't, I might look like. Alan Carr in the 70s. Remember the producer yeah. Alan Carr? I don't, I don't know. But, but I, um, I, I do love the comfort of a caftan. I just think in day wear, there has, you have to really be confident to wear yeah. it in a Cameron, way. Aren't I correct? Wasn't it Liza Minnelli that really wore Halston all the time? Oh, famously. And as a matter of fact, yes. she recently had a sale of her collection. Yes. Yeah. At Julian's. And I think that the costume that Halston designed for one of the numbers in the film version of Cabaret sold for, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm being inaccurate, but it was something like $54,000, like a significant amount of money. Yeah. They, they were best friends, and I bought right. several of her photos with Halston that I'm having framed right now for my place in New York. So, uh, Didn't she I, have I, that? I, didn't she wear that red sparkly pantsuit? It was the whole thing. It was a jacket and can, uh, like camisole like and pants. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, Liza and, with and a that, Z. Liza, and that's still like a way one can dress today. Like it's really right. modern. Think about the pajama pant trend. I mean, mm-hmm. Paulson was doing that with Liza, just doing it in beautiful bugle beads on chiffon. Uh, and it was like effortlessly modern. That, that's mm-hmm. the beauty of of Halston is that it remains incredibly relevant today. Yeah. Cameron, is it, I'm wondering what it's been like for you to go from being, you know, primarily a, a retailer with your, with decades in, in LA to, you know, thinking, I mean, obviously you're such a, so knowledgeable about fashion and about, you know, fashion through the years, but to move into more of like a, the creative director, you know, design, di- design director role, what has that been like for you? I think that I've had an experience of interacting with consumers for over 30 years, just whether it was, you know, almost 35 years. I started working retail when I was 15. And I think it provides an insight that's very valuable for anybody designing. And as a matter of fact, when I speak 
at universities, especially uh, with fashion students, I keep saying work retail, interact with customers, mm-hmm. understand that 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 the visceral experience of purchasing something. So I think it's made me into a better um, fashion director, a better better creator of clothes that are relevant to a modern woman's life. And at right. the same time, I, I, I understand how to communicate it. Mm-hmm. I think you're so right. And I think there are probably a lot of designers who could benefit from spending some time on the sales floor. Absolutely. <laughs> and actually seeing what real women's bodies look like and how we want to dress and feel and, and what we actually do and move in our clothes. It, it's so true. And one of the, the great pleasures I've been having the last year or so uh, is, is continuing to tour around the country, whether it's for Halston or for what I'm doing in Minneapolis for uh, a, a trunk show of vintage and pre-loved luxury from decades. But everywhere I go, and it can be as uh, exotic as Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, or Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, or Little Rock, Arkansas, or Minneapolis next week, I learn so much from the people who come shop with me. They, sure. they, they it, I, I become a better designer, and I so value that that connection between the the customer and and um, for me in, in this case as a, as a retailer when I'm in Minneapolis. It's 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 so much fun. It's all about the right. You know, I say the magic of what I do with with vintage luxury. It's the right item with the right woman, and sometimes it takes twenty years. And 50 trunk shows crisscrossing around the planet. But we, find, we always find the map. The right home. Yeah, so, so speaking of that, before we let you go, Cameron, tell us what you're going to be doing in Minneapolis. It's this Thursday, and the event is called Champagne Thursdays. And you're going to be with Stephanie Lake, local yeah. jewelry designer and also a Ph.D. in fashion. Oh, Stephanie Lake is so smart and so talented. And um, we, we connected about doing a collaboration in Minneapolis at the W Hotel Thursday night where not only will you be able to shop vintage items that were specifically curated for the wonderful chic women of Minneapolis, but Stephanie will be presenting her incredible one-of-a-kind jewelry pieces and will be signing copies of our books. My, My book just went into third printing, so it'll be a nice opportunity to update your fall wardrobe. We are sending amazing things, everything from great Chanel suits to perfect little black dresses to a great Hermes bag or maybe a Gucci bag or a little vintage or bolero. So I can't wait to meet everybody. Hang out. You're going to get my killer styling because I've been doing this for a long time. Yes. I always say my, my only agenda is to help you look beautiful. Oh, I love I it. No I doubt. And I love a cocktail party with a purpose. Yeah. You know, and that purpose, sometimes it, it's charity and sometimes it's, it's enhancing your own wardrobe. And I love that, like, we can come and gather and be out and then actually be enhancing our wardrobes with some amazing pieces yeah. and amazing styling. Yep. Cameron Silver. Of, yes. It's, oh, and I just want to add a percentage of sales go to the Boys and Girls Club. So, so you can oh. fashionably fashionably philanthropic Thursday night at the W Hotel. And, That's and, I and love it. great. And if you follow me on Instagram at Cameron Silver, there's an easy link directly to um, get more information also. Great. And we put a link to the event information on the Shop Girls page at mytalk1071.com. So check that out. It's Champagne Thursday. Cameron Silver, enjoy the theater tonight, and we'll see you in Minneapolis on Thursday. Thank you. Cheers.
Thank okay. you. Uh-huh. We will be back with Harmony's Tech Report right after this live at Shahrazad. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're having a great day. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We are broadcasting live today at Scheherazade at the Galleria. Where the heck are you? We were expecting you. you Get be over here. here. Yes. Checking out the baubles. We we didn't we were talking to to Cameron Silver um at, we're talking fashion and so we didn't do questions. I'm so sorry. So if you have one, feel free to tweet us um at Allie Shops at Harmony Kaplan or you can go to My Talk 1 71.com and send us an email and uh, we would love to uh, answer it whatever Absolutely. it is whatever it is um, but right now it is that time that you look forward to each and every week when my mother gets real serious really about serious. technology the internet is, is a series of tubes time once again for Harmony's Tech Report what do you got, Mom? Well, first of all, we know that everybody loves Alexa. You know, I mean, I... I Not feel, everybody. I, I'm super lukewarm on her. Well, you know, Allie, you ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Try again. Say it again. Okay. We know that everybody loves Alexa. Oh, yes. Everybody loves Alexa. Everybody okay. has Alexa. In, yeah. No, but an awful lot of people do have Alexa in their home. I'm always amazed when I go to my son's house, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I hear my daughter-in-law saying, Alexa, turn on the lights. And I'm like, huh? What? Who? Mm-hmm. Because I have still managed, yes. thank God, but- that I can actually push the switch up myself. But let's just right? say that if uh, my brother, your son, did not live with her, there would be no Alexa because he would have no idea how to program her to turn oh, on his true. lights and do no. all the other things that she does. He would have no clue. No, I think you're absolutely right. So being that being said, um, one of the complaints that people have about Alexa is that she's loud, that she's helpful, but she's loud. And if you have a baby sleeping or you're maybe deciding to order a pizza at midnight and you don't want your partner to hear, it's too loud. (laughs) So there is a way to make Alexa quiet. And this might help a lot of people out there. You can automatically trigger it whenever you need it. You simply whisper a command to Alexa. What? She will whisper back. Are you kidding? Yes. No, I'm not new kidding. Or yes. this has always it's been there going, and you just didn't know? No, this is available. It's going to be both online and off. While you're online or offline, your Echo speaker or other, other Alexa devices will be able to understand your whisper. There is a difference, I have learned, between human speech and whispers. That when you speak, you're using your vocal cords mm-hmm. to create the sounds. But when you whisper, you use puffs of air, puffs of air really? to make words. Yes. <laughs> so Amazon, does this ruin things when I talk like this, Jake? <laughs> okay. I, I have to get the okay from our engineer. Anyway, the Amazon tech team has taught Alexa a new way to listen and also a new way to respond. So now this will be actually, you can get this in a couple of days because it will be released in the United States in October. Mm-hmm. We don't know about other countries yet. But so then when your baby is sleeping, should you have a baby, or maybe it's a big baby, <laughs> you can say, Alexa, order my pizza. And hmm. she'll say, okay, Alexa. So I saw this, um, I wish I had brought it with me, sorry. Um, I was reading Fast Company this morning and I saw like a really kind of terrifying poll um, looking at 
kids in Alexa households and how, you know, there's a whole generation of kids growing up who think that you can just shout out commands right. and someone answers. And more than 50% of the children polled, I don't know what the age range was, but kids polled thought that there was actually a woman in the machine. Really? <laughs> a very tiny, really, tiny woman. They think Alexa Whoa. is in their house. Ooh. What? She's a the busy ramifications lady. She's a busy that. lady traveling all over. <laughs> I know, right? She's like Santa. You Except every day. Of yeah. course, of course, the every woman's working overtime, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course it's a woman. Okay, so anyway, have you ever worried about um, all these people that have to pick lettuce? I have never <laughs> okay. worried about this. No. Well, why you know, should I? There One more a, thing. There are a lot of barriers to automating agricultural work. I okay. Mean, and the cost of robots is difficult. But they have done some research at the Cambridge University that shows that a robot can peel a lettuce. And it's small. It's a small step for mankind. <laughs> sure but is. it is a significant step. Uh -huh. Because harvesting lettuces, you don't know this, but harvesting lettuces, I know this, is a time is time consuming. Do we really pluralize lettuces? Do we Apparently don't just say lettuce? I, I always thought no. that lettuce was the plural. Lettuce I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there are automated solutions that can help speed up this process because one machine drops lettuce heads into bags and another one cuts multiple heads at a time. But they can only take care of part of the harvest. It still requires some human hands to do work. But they are showing in this research that robots might take over soon. And that would actually help things. Mm -hmm. It's just for the outer head of the, the outer leaves of the <laughs> lettuce. But, right. you know, it, they're improving robot dexterity all the time. And that's the important takeaway from that. I feel a lot okay? better knowing that that's happening. So here's the other thing that I have been reading lately. You know how I have been kind of obsessed with 3D printers. I sure do. Well, they're printing food. They are printing <laughs> food that you eat. Edible food is being printed. And so this is kind of an exciting thing uh -huh. because there is a 3D printer. Now, they, we know that they create three-dimensional objects. But instead of using ink, the consumers um, on these, the, the consumer-level 3D printers that use you know, plastics normally, mm -hmm. in this case, instead of the nozzles using you know, ink to put things in, they are using ingredients like powder or liquid food material. I'm glad there isn't ink. It would be a shame oh, if they mixed it. That would good. No. no. Um, sugar, liquid chocolate, pureed food, they've all been used to create food items. And they can make interesting shapes. You know, like if it was for a party, you can make things really pretty designs. Hmm. And in some cases, the 3D printers produce an item that can make food easier, actually, than if you produced it by hand. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that they're planning to do with this is it can have benefits for NASA because they... <laughs> this is important. I believe it. If, it's just if I so send you, This is if, really... If I send you to the moon, uh -huh. which could happen This any is like day random now. thoughts meets the tech report no. today. No. Lettuce, 3D food is, to NASA. Of course, that was, I knew that was exactly where you okay. were going to go. But this is really important. Okay. Because they're trying 
to combine powdered materials and liquid so they can have a wider variety of food for all the astronauts or cool. any other people in space to be able to eat because they can increase the nutrition and the stability of the food and the safety of the food I still miss while you're in sticks. space. Remember oh, you used to give course. me food sticks Absolutely. as snacks? They were sort of like Tootsie Rolls. Kind of. And they were in, in sort of like form. a coppery yeah. gray package. Food sticks, loved them. And they came in different flavors. Yeah, what they were to those. Good. I don't know. Everyone went to the moon and took them <laughs> with. Whatever. But there is a company called Natural Machines, and they've invented a 3D printer for food. It's called the Foodini. And instead of printing with plastics, you can use natural ingredients. This could actually, help us, Mom, because we are could. not weekly dishers. We are no, no Stephanie. Oh, God, we don't know. We are not a Stephanie or no. a Stephanie. And um, if somebody, if a machine could actually just take care of dinner, that could really well, you know what they were up saying? our game. That you know, it could, and things could look pretty. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they were saying that 30 years ago, when people thought about microwave ovens in their home, they mm-hmm. thought, oh, my God, no, because mm-hmm. it gives off, you know, radiation and all of that. And, every and now we've just accepted that. <laughs> no, but every household now has one. Right. And this now is people are moving away think. from it. You know that. Some hipsters are, are saying no to the microwave. Because they're going to get 3D printers well, and they're going to print all their food. I think food. it's more about the steamers currently, but maybe eventually well, it'll be the 3D maybe, printer. But I think that this is something that is, again, okay. uh, a future a future happening in the um, right. tech world. And thank goodness you have the pulse on it. Thank you very much. That is much. what I am here for. I know you are. Thank you very okay. much for You're the welcome. tech report. You can find them all online. If you miss any tech reports, you can always pod go to the podcast one. Just uh, shop girls, my talk one Oh seven. Or if find there it. are questions, they can oh, certainly. Oh goodness. I don't know if me. we want to encourage that. <laughs> Dear. When, when you get a job with geek squad, you let us know. They've okay. called. <laughs> All right. I'm too we busy. will be back. We're going to check in with Grant Whitaker as he's uh, in the final phases of getting ready for Fashionopolis, which is coming up this week. We'll check in with him right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, for the first time ever, um, I'm going to do this pre-Fashionopolis interview actually like listening to the answers because normally we have You're Grant on so and we sort of talk and I'm like, you know, like I already know the answers, sure. but I just ask, you know, for the but sake of the listeners. You this don't. time I'm genuinely curious because I'm like out of the loop. I am looking so forward to attending the show, which is this week. If you don't have tickets, I'm extremely sorry. It is sold out. Do you, does but it feel once funny again, for folks, you to It feels not be so involved? funny, but Grant has been, you know, keeping me, it probably, you know. It probably feels good to Grant. Someone in the loop. <laughs> he is a little busy, and so we wanted to just check in and see how it's going. Hi, Grant. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, Grant. Yeah. First of all, I miss you. I haven't seen you in a while. But, I know. Um, will you be coming to Fashionopolis, Harmony? I will be, yes. I will be coming to Fashionopolis. So we can catch up then when you're done because you'll be too busy before. So tell the truth. Allie's not listening right now. Has it been just wonderful not having to work with her on this? <laughs> no, actually, Allie's very, Allie's very missed, and she knows that. You know, we, Allie, you know, for everybody listening, Allie Kaplan, of course, was my co-host for five years for Fashionopolis. I think, you know, we did a lot in creating Fashionopolis and bringing it to fruition, and it's, you know, I mean, um, of course she's missed. 
Well, wow. you've got a great team, though. And, of course, Jane Hogan Olson is um, involved this year and Madeline Nachbar, who's the new style editor. And, of course, nobody knows Fashionopolis better than you, Grant. So what can you tell us? And, of course, if you don't have tickets, I'm sorry, we tell you every year, you have to get, get them, them in advance. So next year you'll remember. Um, but you will be able to see some highlights online, um, on social media, and then, of course, at mspmag.com. So, Grant, what, what can people expect? Well, you know, I mean, first of all, you know, we do, we have a, we have a sponsor, we have a, a big co-anchor sponsor, you know, TPS Bank is coming this year as our sponsor, so that's really nice. But, you know, I mean, what we do is we create the best that we can in the local market to support stores. And right. I have been out fearlessly, I mean, I'm literally sitting down for a moment today in between styling and pulling clothing um, to talk with my favorite staff girls. You know, <laughs> Thank you. How so, many you know, stores I mean, are in the show we, this year? We have over 25 stores this year. Um, that's amazing. And, and that does not include, you know, separate jewelry vendors um, and local jewelry vendors and, and some local touches that we pull in. You know, it's a lot more theatrics this year. I have, um, it's the art of fashion. It's the first time we've themed Fashionopolis. So there, there are some things coming from healing and some trickery and some fun and a little bit more magic. So what, um, I know there are always like a few pieces that you're just like dying over. I don't want you to give everything away, but just in, in terms of whether it's a specific piece or just a trend, what are you most excited about when you think about fall fashion? Because what's nice about Fashionopolis is it's current season. It's the things that you want to buy on the runway right now that are actually available. You can, really, lo- you can you, go into right, stores you, and actually purchase them. Well, you know, I mean, I think one of the things is we've, We've added micro sections in this year, um, so we have these great micro sections, and I'm, I'm super excited about those. And you know, one of them just really is about feathers and fringe, and I have oh. just picked out some of the most amazing, exquisite pieces, even just for that section alone. I mean, so we, I mean, this is, our first section is titled Femme Fatale, and I mean, within oh. that, it's a lot of tighter and bustier kind of pieces and I mean just super fun sexy frilly all that good stuff I'm so sorry I wasn't able to model for you this year Grant because yeah, that would have been really my section <laughs> yeah sure. well, I had those, those stiletto pumps all ready for you to go I know maybe next year How, in you know, general go ahead I, you know, I mean, the thing is, as you know, we work up to this process. I mean, one of the one of my favorite things about the show is we have literally scrimmed one of the entire backstage walls for a video this year. So it's super three-dimensional. I always say that fashion is, you know, people go, oh, it's a fashion show. It's not a fashion show. It's 25 models. It's high production. It's high theater. It's a lot of value that gets placed on the show, and it's... It really is like a, a theatrical fashion explosion of good. It's stuff. a really experience. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. A lot goes into the to the planning and the production. And I know you and Madeline have been working so hard and working with so many stores. And it's a big opportunity for a lot of local retailers as well. Grant has has pulling for the show taken you into because one of the things people don't always realize about fashion is that there's one. It's not all glamour. It's 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 one part glamour, three parts schlepping. Sure. And there's a lot of going and pulling and putting things in your car have it has it taken you to any new stores grant that you hadn't been to before yeah you know i've done we have a couple of new um stores in the fall this year so it's everybody you know the room which is going to be boutique this year um the boutique is new 
boutique is new. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then there's a lot of face store openings that have in the kind of the thing that you know, Queen Anna, for example, is really amazing stuff that we've got. Joyce Well, for example, had an explosive collection this year and it itself really Wait, well. Wait, Grant, try, don't it. try not to don't move. You're go, you're fading in and out. Stay try to find one good spot and hold up your hand maybe and stand on one leg there's a lot of really 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 wonderful stuff I mean in terms of I always say this too about fashion this, and you know this in particular we're not just showing what's local we're actually showing what's global in terms of trends I mean stores really work with us to bring in some of the most phenomenal things Excellent. Well, we can't wait um, to, to see it. It's Wednesday night. If you don't have tickets, be sure to be following MSP Mag on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, and then log on to MSPMag.com after the show to see some highlights. And also you can get kind of a little flavor of some of the big trends of the season in um, the September issue of Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. Um, Grant, if, if you had to say one of the most like wearable trends, like on the runway, we tend to see things that are pretty dramatic. But one thing that you think every girl needs in her wardrobe this fall, what would it be? Plaid. 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 Oh, yeah. Colored plaid, more plaid, neutral plaid. I mean, I have never seen plaid the way it is this season. I mean, it's you know, really it's, beautiful. It's interesting, Grant, because I think there was a lot being shown last year, but I think that was the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. But this year, it's really everywhere. Well, I mean, in the explosion of how it can work together in all different colors and how great it looks and how great it looks on the body is really amazing. And, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't join you guys at Galleria today, considering, you know, I am. If you're not familiar with you know, the Tyra Banks of the new Galleria ad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Oh, you saw the similarity right away. Yeah, I saw it in the magazine. It's in Minneapolis, St. Paul in the October issue, and I saw it online. Well, when my little thank you note came, it actually said Tyra Banks. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Tyra, watch out. Yeah. (laughs) That is so good. Well, Grant, good luck with all the final prep. We'll be watching uh, you on social media, and we'll be watching you at ARIA on Wednesday night. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Grant. Love my shop girls. (laughs) Thank you. Love you, too. All right. We will um, take a a little break and come back, and we have a few more shopping stories to share with you, and then, of course, some sales, some happening right here at the Galleria and uh, then beyond. We can't let you go without that and a few uh, things that you're going to want to check out this weekend. You are listening to Shop Girls live from Scheherazade at the Galleria. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and we are live today at Scheherazade at the Galleria. So happy to be here. Come check it out if you haven't already. It's their grand opening of this new store this weekend. And um, it's in their new space, in case you know, it's in the new section of uh, the Galleria. Right. Cove and Rowolf and Chico's. Yep, all down. those good places. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It's very fresh and fun down it here is. at the uh, like at the new end. That is for sure. Um, okay, so where do you want to go first, Sarah Jessica? Uh, we have many oh, things to you discuss. You know what? Let's just talk about her because she was she really had a moment. She was at the New York City uh, Ballet Fall Fashion Gala, mm-hmm. and she was it, it was like the most beautiful 
dress. I cannot find who um, actually designed it, but she wore it was a red ball gown with kind mm. of an eighties inspired puff sleeve and a bubble hemline. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, can we it, just discuss the arms for a minute? Yeah. What what what, what, what is happening? What do you mean? The, is, are those her actual arms, or is there something on them? Her arms look so much darker than well, the rest of her. Well, that's because there is a black overlay okay. on the sleeves. There, the, if you look at the back of the dress, it's like a sheer um, black overlay with a dark black zipper that goes down to her waist. And the arms have red... The, the shoulders have this red poof as part of the dress, but then it is a black overlay on the arms It's a as little well. weird. You can't really tell, and but it just, maybe look, in person you could. In the yeah. picture, it just kind of looks like her arms are four no, shades darker than the rest of her no, body. No, because it ends in the red puffy, you know, ruffle okay. at the, at the um, wrist as well. But along with that, she had on these, what looked like a high fashion take on Dorothy's ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz. And they were gorgeous. We don't know if they're SJP uh, shoes. It, we haven't found that out yet. Hmm. But and she also, she wore her hair. The world a, is waiting oh, for answers. Oh, with bated breath. Yes. And her hair she wore in a low side ponytail mm-hmm. and had a black ribbon around that to sort of, you know, go along with the black zipper mm-hmm. in back. But it was a stunning look. And um, it was like... It was like Carrie Bradshaw came back. Mm. So anyway, it was it was Very quite fun. pretty. Yeah, no, it was it was really pretty. So Amazon's done an interesting thing. Um, they've opened a store in Soho, mm-hmm. and it's called Amazon Four Star. The only products in it are those that have been rated four stars or above by their customers. So it, well, you know what? It's, that it, it kind of reminds me of what Good Housekeeping is about to do at the Mall of yeah, America that's right. in just it's another a, week, where yep. you know they have specifically said, "Nope, you're not going to find ten different coffee makers or five different creams; just the best one." Exactly. That's what this is. They that say maybe we're all overwhelmed these days with information yeah. overload, and we just want it to be simplified. Yeah, they they just opened. They said it's really just the best of the best, but it's a it's a whole assortment of things. I mean, it's everything from um, holiday, well, it's going to be open for the holiday, so it's not a pop-up. They're making sure that you know it's not a pop-up. But they have everything from home goods to toys to um, books, electronics. So it's everything, but the, everything that they have has that four-star rating. Um, their digital price tags will show the full price and the Amazon.com price, which if you are a Prime member, you can get. Otherwise, you can't. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just in Soho right now, but you know they're opening more bookstores, too. It's just kind of an interesting thing that this... Have you huge... been to one of their bookstores? No. Yet? So I was Where at, were you one. at one. Um, I've been in D.C., I guess. I was at one. Oh, well, I haven't been. Um, and the thing is, it just felt like a bookstore. Oh, really? Like, it didn't feel any different than a, a Barnes & Noble or anything else. Well, do you think they're trying to feel I don't know. I, well, I, shouldn't they? Isn't that the whole idea? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Or if it's Something just that this, that this huge online presence has suddenly become a brick-and-mortar store. Yeah. I, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, so here are some complaints that people are having. When they got the big news, you probably did too, because I know you're such a Versace customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Kors has purchased 
Versace for a mere $2.12 billion. Mm -hmm. uh, and it will now, this whole conglomerate will now be called Capri Holdings Limited. And uh, Donatella, uh -huh. my close friend Donatella. She posted kind of a defensive post on Instagram well, this week. She's kind of fun to follow, well, first, by the way. Oh, I'll have to try. I haven't followed her. She's okay. like, I am not going anywhere. No, and that's what she, she said. This is a very exciting. She, this, I can't do an Italian accent. So <laughs> I did once for a commercial, though. Maybe I should try. Anyway. Um, she said, it's a very exciting moment for Versace, for her brother and her daughter. They recognize that this next step will allow Versace to reach its full potential, um, that they will still have a role in the company, and they, no one should worry about them losing the Versace aesthetic. They will just get richer. That just is what will happen. Because <laughs> they each are going to get 150 million euros or about $177 million worth of shares mm -hmm. in this company. Um, you know, and did you know that, that uh, Michael Kors last year bought Jimmy Choo? Do you know um, that they own that too? Yeah, I think I, I do. I never realized that they were quite that big. But the thing is that... A lot of people are very upset, people who are real Versace shoppers. Yeah. And they say that Michael Kors bags, you know, you can get them, some of them, for less than $100, where Versace are like 2000 and yeah, up. But, but I think that's such a silly thing because they probably don't even realize how, you know, all the brands that are owned by Walmart or all the, I mean, right. they're, they're, that it's, this is it's what gonna happens. Be separate. And, yeah. and then when they're smart, they let the brand stay what it is. Absolutely. It doesn't always change. But, um, it was interesting, though, Donatella posted this, like, close-up profile shot of herself looking like kind of a badass and she She's wrote so much work you done. you all know how i love the interaction that i have with all of you here on instagram first of all i wanted to let you know that i am not going anywhere yeah. so for those of you who wanted to get rid of me well it ain't happening i also want to reassure you that versace will remain italian made in italy and that will will keep its and these are all caps glamour daring and inclusive attitude that has made you all love it this is just the beginning of an exciting new adventure that i hope you will love together that you, i hope you will live together with me xoxo okay, donatella i love that all right so now here didn't on mention michael kors at all interestingly no. i mean how much do you think michael kors has to you know the man has to even do with all this at this point i i i don't know i don't either but this this is what i love okay so among the people who were upset and wrote to donatella mm -hmm. one of them said donatella sweetie how are you doing please tell me all of the mk rumors are false because i'm crying like a baby <laughs> Okay, another one. Don't let what is this from Saturday Night Live? What no, no, no. One? These were the comments. That starts tonight, you know. Yeah. Okay. Another one said, don't let the rancid, oppressive stain of a fashion house known as Michael Kors oh take away God. what made Versace great. Why, just why would you sell Versace to a brand why like Michael Why so much Kors? anger? Oh, they're just, they're furious. Um, and Versace did not immediately respond. Business Insider asked her, asked them to comment on the backlash, but they did not respond. Wow. But I mean, I, you know, just because, you know, it is true. Sometimes somebody, a company buys another company and it changes totally. Mm -hmm. Other times it has no effect other than, you know, the money yeah. changing hands and all. Wow. So, yeah. Interesting. So we'll a lot of happens. drama in the fashion oh, biz. Boy. All right, we have just a couple minutes left. I think we better do some steals and deals.
All right. Well, you know, we told you this was coming last week, and it's happening now. I can't wait to go check out. Hammer Maid is doing a big sale. Oh, in, yes. In um, anticipation of their newly expanded store here at the Galleria. So good opportunity. Oh, my to goodness. Save. One of our uh, My Talk employees. Yeah. Uh, just came in a few minutes Our ago. Our employees, you act like you own the place. <laughs> what the heck? Oh, no, I just, oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I'm I mean another Colleagues? One, another, one of oh, our yeah. colleagues. I got so there excited go. <laughs> that I just didn't get the words out right. I'm kidding. Anyway, yes. she had been in there and bought a shirt, a really nice looking shirt for her husband for $39.50. And I guess the Ooh. second one, or I don't know if it was the second one if you buy, or she just saw another one for $29.50. Those are really, really good, good deals. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to check that out. Um, of course, here at Scheherazade. Thank you again to Scheherazade for hosting us today. Um, they have a sale that continues till Tuesday. Through, through October 2nd. Um, for those of you who are out and about, tomorrow is Maker's Day at Linden Hills Farmer's Market. I feel like every week is Maker's Day, but um, going to be especially um, present. Lots of local brands and lots of things You know, beyond food. There are, of course, a lot of food brands to meet there, but also you find other products as well. So that right. could be a fun thing to check out tomorrow. Um, and um, Eden in St. Paul is having their big 30% off sale that's going on right now. Um, there's also a street side fashion show and shopping party Where's that? that is happening. I'm going to tell you it's happening today um, at the Fitting Room in Minneapolis, which is 316 West 38th Street. Um, a lot of fashion events into, you know, this week still. That same colleague that I told you got that at Hammer Me. Yeah. I see her coming back now with a bag from Roe Wolf. Oh, she is basically single-handedly supporting the yes, gallery. She's today. already <laughs> purchased things at Free People yep. and at Sundance. So she has, I don't really know, I think whatever paycheck she was getting for today, <laughs> long gone. That's all I can say. Yeah, wow. Um, lots of other things going on today. There's the, um, the Antique Spectacular um, flea market at the fairgrounds. Oh, so if you love the hunt and gather, that Could is there the place be any to be. Cheese at curds the fair... left over? Uh, maybe find some <laughs> on the ground. You never know. You never know. Eat at your own uh, caution. Um, it's also, you know, our friend Mitch once again tells us that it's Autumn Palooza in Hastings. Oh, so okay. if you're out that way, another good event to to check out. Lots of things. There um, are many. We told you someone asked earlier what was the store we were talking about at Rosedale. It's Rose and Loon, which opened yesterday, so this is the grand opening weekend there. 